What's up, Internet? You're tuned into this week's episode of We Watch Loki. I am your host this week, Pete and Bessie, joined on this week's episode of the show. Kale? It's me. And Marco. Making a stunning first appearance like somebody. <laughs> yeah, so... Well, yeah, Pete. Yeah, yeah, that's actually, this is my, um, you know, appearance, and I'd say that of the Frankly, two... Oh, no, you're going to step on my bit? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Frankly, I'm insulted that... You're hosting when I'm the one that has the footed ground of being on this uh, show. I mean, Kale, I think— I show up to work? I think the, the simple answer is that I'm the superior host, right? And mm. But I have been burdened with glorious purpose. And I, I think here's the thing, Kale. If you want to prove it, you could, you know, if you want, I can, I can, I can give you the host chair right now, and you can try to prove that you're better than me at it and show us what a good, good big, strong boy you are. See, this is, I just listen. I just want the offer. This is what happens when you try to manipulate a master manipulator, you know. And I'm just a big master. I mean, beater. variant. Anyway, Sean's not here, so I'm trying to steer this ridiculous ship through um, the hurricane in Alabama. How many more references can I shoot into this intro? We'll find out. I, I would stop. <laughs> So, of course, if this is your first time joining us, We Watch is the series where we watch whatever the hot superhero show, movie, or whatever of the time is. And, of course, right now, we are watching Loki. We are here this week to talk about episode two of the show, The Variant. Uh, We, you know, obviously, Marco and I missed the first episode, so you'll probably get a little of our first impressions in here as well. Um, But let's just jump into it. So, Marco, um, you weren't on the first episode. How are you feeling about Loki so far, and how do you feel coming out of episode two? So famously, I wasn't on the first episode, and um, I think that I no, I favorite (laughs) famously. I uh, yeah, I I enjoy it. It it was it was cool to see Loki sort of get um, the the emotional and kind of character growth in in sort of a condensed version. Um, cause that was one of my biggest fears was like, how is that going to work? How they could integrate everything. Um, and I think that they did a pretty good job. Uh, I don't know if I immediately cared or connected with him, but I think that what they did was serviceable for the story, for the narrative that they're trying to tell. And I think also, um, to not bog us down with, I think what we've already explored in all of the MCU as of right now, as it relates to his character. So I think that I, I appreciated that they kind of got that out of the way. It's like, all right, now let's move on to, you know, the capers and the the escapades and all that kind of stuff. And um, I think I was a little bit more high up on that episode than I was on, on this one. Uh, and I think that that was mostly due to its pacing. I felt like this one was a little bit like slower, a little more drawn out. Uh, but uh, just as I was kind of like down on it, the the end sort of reeled me back in and i'm like oh okay you know what i i'm, I'm interested this is the hook for this episode and, and it, it got me even if i didn't feel as strongly about this episode overall cool kill uh you were on episode one so what do you think about number two famously. famously famously on episode one yes yeah um i uh was less like marco less hot on this episode and i think i think a lot of it was the first episode felt very character driven. You know, we had to sit, we had to dissect Loki and figure out where he was and and who Mobius was and what the TVA was. But now we're in the 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 footing of 
the mission and yeah. what's supposed to be going on. But I still felt like there was a little bit more character building than I would have liked. I get it and I understand what they're doing, but I think it was, uh, like Marco said, the the pacing of it sort of it, it bogged it down. Interesting. So I'm. That sounds like you liked the first episode then. Yeah, the first episode was great, and that's not to say I didn't totally, you know, hate this episode. Uh, this one was fine. Okay, when he's excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I think that makes sense. So I think I think for me, um, you know, going into the series, I I didn't really know what to expect. Like after seeing the the last couple trailers, like I had my interest really elevated for the show because it didn't seem like it was. Um, just a vehicle for Loki. It feels like it's also a way to like explore um, some broader themes in the MCU, like time travel and reality and, and these sorts of things with Loki as kind of a conduit. And I, I really responded to that well in the first episode. Like I, I found um, the sets, the score, the way it was shot, all of that I found to be really, really cool and engaging. And I was very interested in, in learning more about the TVA and the mechanics of, of, of the rules of that world and, and their power set and everything. And I think the the uh, first episode does a really good job of grounding you in that and doing some of that character work that you talked about, Kale. Um, I think it's funny, though. Unlike you guys, I actually think I liked this episode a little bit more because mm-hmm. I, I really dug the first episode, but the first episode very much felt like, hey, here's the proof of concept, right? Like, uh, like you said, Kale, here's where Loki is right now. We need to catch him up emotionally to where he was when we knew him previously, which I liked a lot because I was kind of nervous about them resetting the character that much. And through the TVA's technology, he was kind of able to reacquaint himself with the rest of his life. And even though he didn't experience those things, um, you see him going through the emotion connected with it, right? And like getting that reveal that like he was responsible for his mother's death inadvertently, all those kinds of things. Um, and then the, like his reaction to this episode about learning about what happened at Ragnarok, I think all of those things have done a good job of, um, actually f- making it feel like the character can still move forward rather than like, he's just been set back and now we're moving from a new like kind of status quo. Um, and I really appreciated that. But in terms of like what I think I responded to more about this episode was that now that we kind of got the like rules and getting to know everybody out of the way um it it feels like we're really off to the races you know and i know um during our conversations around both um wandavision and falcon in the winter soldier uh i know to varying degrees we had some some debate about like pacing and how long it took to get to like the real meat of the story and it feels like this series is being a little bit more judicious with its time I appreciate that second episode in. We already have had a major reveal. We already have an idea of what the stakes are, what the different players' goals are, you know. Um, and yeah, like I feel like all of the groundwork has been done, but not in episodes that feel like just groundwork episodes because there's emotional development that happens in those episodes. And in this episode, some real, you know, movement in the plot. Um, so I think for, for all of those elements, as well as how good I think uh, Tom Hiddleston's performance is, as well as the supporting cast, I'm really enjoying Owen Wilson's performance as well. 
Um, I just feel like the series has a lot going for it. Like, I don't know that I'm as hype on it as I was with, like, WandaVision because that was such a mystery and it was so, like, crazy and, and you know, um, I was so engaged in, like, the theory crafting around it and everything. I don't feel the need for that with this series, but I feel like it actually... It feels like it's more than the sum of its parts because all of the elements that it's set up are are really executed very well, and it, I don't feel like there's a weak link in it right now, um, which I don't think you could say about either of the the Disney Plus series that preceded it. So, yeah, like I I feel like two episodes in, we're in a pretty strong place for it. I I think uh, I, I definitely agree that where the trajectory is going, it feels like it's a. Uh, I feel like it's going to deliver on something, and I forget. I forget if this is uh, six or it's eight six episodes. episodes yeah, six so we're episodes. a third of the okay. way through now. Yeah, so like I, I think I think the reveal there that you mentioned, um, it doesn't feel early. It feels like a good time because we are a third of the way already through. Um, I, I definitely think you know the next episode is going to be like all about that. Um, and I, I might as well just say it. it we, we were to reveal that the Loki that they've been chasing is actually a woman, and um, it looks like. In the next episode, they teleport together towards this other time, and presumably, you know, conversation will will ensue about what's going on, background, etc. I'm extremely um, excited to see them come face to face and just talk. Yeah, and and like and and that's what, like I said, hooked me was, oh, cool. What is what is this going to be about? Because I wasn't expecting that. Um, I think it's been mentioned in like the comics that uh, Loki's gender fluid, but this is this is interesting. To, to maybe see it play out and how it sort of uh, how it works within the MCU because I'm sure that this is going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting take. Well, I I mean, and not to go too far down this rabbit hole, but the uh, this will be a, a multiversal take on uh, on Loki. So I don't I don't think that would make it gender fluid. I think. Um, in the in the comics, it's it's a reincarnation thing. Mm. I I was trying to read a little bit about it because I know that there's been multiple stories where there's a female Loki, and I think that yeah. the gender fluid thing comes from um or, or the assertion that Joey uh, that Joey that Loki is gender fluid. I was trying to say Loki and gender fluid, and got Joey somehow. <laughs> Show me that show. Um. I think I watched that show. If memory serves, and somebody can correct me in the comments if I'm wrong, um, I, I believe that what happened was that 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 Loki that was like Lady Loki was six one six Loki was our Loki and mm-hmm. stayed in a uh, a woman's body in a, a a female body for um you know for an extended period of time oh. after there had been whatever reasoning that had originally happened they elected to stay that way. Um, and I think that's where that that has come uh, that that kind of um, what's what I'm looking for. I don't know that per- that idea of the character being gender fluid. I believe that's where it comes from. So, yeah, whether or not um, they're interested in exploring that with this Loki, I, I wonder because I-, I-, I think to Kale's point, it feels to me like it's going to be more of a multiversal thing where it's just going to be in this timeline or in this reality, Loki happens to be a woman. Um, I can't imagine that they're really going to lean into that with, like, the main Loki. Um, 
because I mean Tom Hiddleston, right? Um, yeah, it's possible, but yeah. I I also think like when you look at the track record of the MCU with like portraying queer people, um, they don't really do it. So, <laughs> well, I I think also just like based on the logic that the show is built out, right? This Tom Hiddleston's supposed to die anyway. This Loki is supposed to die anyway, regardless right. of what changes in between. So presumably it it will be that other uh multiversal loki yeah um that being said uh i did think it was a cool reveal because i i had the um the thought the whole episode i was like what's up with this like why haven't we seen this loki why haven't we seen their face like is there gonna be you know are we gonna find out that it's not actually loki are we gonna find out that it's you know i don't know like uh, like, they have some very specific, you know, like, physical appearance or affectation that is that would behoove them to not show them on screen for, like, financial reasons because, like, there's CGI required or whatever. So I definitely wasn't expecting that. And when it did happen, I was like, oh, okay. And, I mean, the design, character design is, like, right out of that that era of the, the Lady Loki with, like, the, the smaller horns and everything. And mm-hmm. No, she no, has that not. same headset, doesn't she? Not at all. Really? Nope. No, Lady Loki in the books is a long, black-haired, um, uh, real sexy. Um, the the um, the best celebrity uh, 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 approximation I come up with is uh, Ava Green from, you might know her from, uh, um, oh, Miss Peregrine's House for whatever. And then the um, there was a show Penny 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 Dreadful Penny Dreadful Penny Dreadful. Thank you. Uh, I just sent a link in the chat. I'm gonna pull it up on screen real quick so that the folks can t- see what I'm talking about. I wasn't talking about her hair, just the the headset. Like I've seen this specifically the oh, the crown the crown so, with the one broken horn. I've seen that before. So that's I, I mean the 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 image you sent us is very clearly. Um, lady loki but that crown is um from teen loki um so oh i remember post, okay post lady loki and this is um um 2000 maybe 10 post bendis's run the height of bendis's you know business at marvel uh loki is banished to become kid loki for you know reasons and uh he joins the young avengers and the young avengers he becomes teen loki and that's where that crown really comes from and i think it was after that that the this look uh came up and took uh the world by storm cool look at you kale reading comics and shit i know a thing or two about a thing or two oh i appreciate that context (laughs) there um so yeah, I mean, I I feel like that uh, just the whole way that that end portion of the episode was handled, I really really liked. Like I, I liked that it was. Um, th- I think I thought it did a good job of establishing tension early on, and having that like almost like um, not scary, but like that quality that you get in horror movies, right? A well a well crafted atmospheric kind of moment where like we're wandering around, we're kind of waiting for that moment and like it's not 
necessarily like super high action, but it feels like it's action. And and then when we actually get to, you know, the reveal, the the back and forth that they're having, even the fight and everything, um, it felt like the slope, at least for me anyway, I felt like the slower pace of the beginning part of the episode where they're doing all this research and everything, it felt like it had like a really nice steady build. So the end of the episode felt like really high octane and like, yeah, like we're just getting moving now. And of course, then we get to the cliffhanger. But that left me really feeling like jazzed for episode three um, in a way that as much as I liked the first episode, I don't know that I had as much heat coming off of it going into the second one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think the 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 beginning was definitely that slower burn like he spends you know there's like a bit in the library and stuff and um i I think for me the biggest thing that came out of that first part was sort of the questions getting asked so like the the free will stuff the what does it mean when it relates to the was it the time lords and what 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 all that stuff because i'm i'm presuming that it's all coming from the comics the timekeepers and i'm presuming that all comes from the the comics so i don't I have no familiarity with it. And I think you know the, the questions getting posed there for someone who doesn't have that sort of background reading. It's it, they're good questions. Like, yeah, why why do why does Loki have magic powers? What's up with that shit? Like, oh cool. Like why, yeah, why what is existence in, in this world then at, at that point? Because if this is all the one timeline, then how is it that they going back to like endgame jumped into another timeline? to steal something else like what well, and i feel like there's a and disconnect still. y'all just don't pay attention i mean they sean ex- and i talked about this. they explained it yeah yeah they explained it it's that they were supposed to go back right, right. Which is why they're traveling allowed. within yeah so that, like, like you can divert get something from there and come back right yeah as long as you don't well because that's the thing right what they're doing every time someone goes back in time it creates a diverging timeline but the TVA exists to delete those timelines and only maintain the prime timeline. So the reason that what happened in Endgame was okay was because that was preordained to happen by the timekeepers. They were supposed to go back in time and undo the snap, which is why that's okay. Okay, right, okay, yes, yes, okay. So it's like mechanically, everything we understood about time travel is still true, it's just the TVA exists to clean up loose ends. And that that was going to help resolve not... That was going to help to resolve not there being a loose end. Correct. Okay. okay. The thing is, as well, if you'll recall, uh, they discussed that in, um, in Endgame, right? Uh, when Hulk talks to the Immortal One, and she's like, well, if you do that, it'll create a branching timeline. And he's like, right, but if I come back right before I took it, or right after I took it and put it back, then that eliminates the branch. So that was the other thing, was the way that they time-traveled eliminated all of the variant oh, timelines. Right. Okay, okay. Because they specifically didn't want to fuck shit up. <laughs> well, in that case, the question still stands, what is time at that point then? Because the timekeepers are going to they're gonna have it's to explain a, some bullshit. Just a flowing river, baby. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's how it was explained to me in Steven Universe one time, and that's how I understand time from now on. <laughs> it's just trickling water. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I I don't really have too much else to say. I don't know if you guys do. 
But I, I think for me, like, I, I'm really enjoying this series a whole lot more than I thought I would. And mm-hmm. I I think from stem to stern, it's it's really strong production-wise. Like, it's been funny. It's had heartfelt moments. I, again, I think the soundtrack is fucking rad. The use of theremin in it is, like, next-level cool. atmospheric, cool. like, sci-fi jams. I'm digging it. I love the the sets too. Mm-hmm. Like they're that's some portal shit that I love. And like the mixture of like high future tech with like old analog yeah. like screens. It's like very like fallout, like yeah. into it. The fifties um, aesthetic, like the like the bulbousy screens yeah. and that kind of stuff. Like very clean space age kind of looking shit. Yeah, yeah. And then also like um I'm wondering if this is going to come up at some point, but, like, did you guys notice that, like, Mobius, like, is obsessed with the 90s? Like, he yeah. drinks that 90s soda, and he's reading about jet skis, and I'm, like, wondering if there's some other, like, real-world, like real quote-unquote, time element going on? Like, is that just, like, a like he went to the 90s once and had this soda or whatever, so he likes it? Or is there, like, some deeper connection there? Like, why there's all these different things that seem to be um, kind of acronistic. Yeah, well, and I mean, even then, why why is it designed to look like the 50s? Like, why is the whole TVA designed to look like that? So, you know, it, this question's there, for sure. And there might not be answers, but I'm interested. Yeah. Think about the, the layout of a 90s Taco Bell. <laughs> You're telling me that's not heaven? No, it is. Uh, there's a, a mansion, uh, being sold in LA right now. That's like a renovated, like insanely big Taco Bell or whatever. And like, it's the hottest thing ever. And I want it. I want to buy it. Wish I had $6 million. Is that all? Yeah, it's all. We'll pull it together. We'll get it. Turn it into, we'll build a production studio out there. Let's go back in time and rob a bank and we'll, uh, go buy it. You know what, Kale? I like where your head's at. If you want to go back in time. Oh no, go ahead. What? Hang on, let me get a clean. I'll I'll, I'll take a clean take. Where my head was. (gasps) Bum, bum, bum. I like that. I like that. Well, if you want to go back in time and and uh, give us a review before you listen to this episode, we'd really appreciate that. <laughs> uh, if this is your first time joining us, remember that we are the Comics Pals, and uh, we do a weekly show where we talk about the news and you know everything going on in the world of comics and comics-related media. We review comic books every week, so if you want to keep up with the hottest reveals or releases from Mar- uh, Marvel, DC, or Image that drops on day and date, our Image reviews drop every Wednesday, go check all that stuff out. Uh, we've got a ton of other great content for you, as well as a number of other We Watch series. On uh, We did Falcon Winter Soldier, we've done WandaVision, we've done Watchmen, all kinds of stuff. So if you want to go check out uh, any of that awesome content, it is available for you wherever you get your podcasts. We're on YouTube. We're, we're everywhere. Wherever you get your content, go, find, go follow the Comics Pals. We're there making some cool shit for you. Um, and of course, I hope you'll tune in next week for another episode of We Watch Loki. So uh, we'll see you then, time keepers. Bye. We've already seen you. Yo, they went to see Vesuvius blow up. I'd go back to see the dinosaurs right before they died and kick a T-Rex in the shin. That uh, a lot more special effects, though.